Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Phones to silent, doors to cross-check, hold on to your hats. This is 5 Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast, with your hosts Stocks, Sparky, Murph and Nick. There's been some changes in the 5 Yard Rush studio, guys. Sparky and I had a chat, he decided he wasn't cutting it. At the no, line. he didn't. <laughs> well, let's mention that first, Sparky. How does it feel to be back? It's great to be back, but I'm not sure where it's going. <laughs> so we had a chat, Sparky decided we needed more members... We've added Murph to the crew. How you doing, Murph? Yeah, thanks for having me back, and good to be uh, here on a more regular basis. Full time, full time. Yeah, well, it depends what your definition of full time is. Is it your? Well, let's be clear. We're not going to pay you for it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay ourselves. Yeah, only, that's true. Only in beer. And talking of beer, Murph has brought along. Oh, Sparky bought some tinnies, and then Murph come along with a load of bottles. So we're stacked for the next couple of weeks, which is just like to point out we're not alcoholics. No, 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 no. But we we do like a bit of beer chat early on. Yeah. And Nick, Nick obviously isn't here, he's not sitting to my left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very empty chair. But he is starting a new job in a few months' time, and due to whatever it is he does, he can't be around other clients in his time off. So he's going to be joining us, fingers crossed. We're moving to a new studio because hopefully the next Tom Brady is going to be born within the next two weeks, oh. and I can't expect the wife to hide in the spare room. So exciting times ahead for the pod. We are now four wide at the receiver. <laughs> Got yeah. no running backs. None of us are built like a running back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a fair comment. Especially after the combine. That's clearly proven. There's going to be another one next year. But we'll talk about that in the off-season. Don't forget to find the podcast. We're all over the place now. Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. 
don't think I've missed anywhere. Yeah, that's it. We're living the dream. And then we've on, made it. We well, <laughs> we're making, we're making, <laughs> we're making headway slowly, we're clawing our way towards it. We basically started on the, our own one yard line, and we've made it to uh, a five yard line. So you know, progress up the field. There was one down as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us on social media. The podcast is at Five Yard Rush, which I forgot to mention, Sparky. The old one is five. The old Twitter is yeah. Five Yard Rush. That's right. But Five Yard Rush, the whole thing is now ours. We own that. Is it? Yeah. Oh, fantastic! And you can thank our boy next to you there. He had a quick look and managed to pick it up. Yeah, swiped it off waivers. I had first priority. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, well. uh, you know, just got onto Twitter and uh, used my uh, one waiver claim. So, you know, Happy I'll never days. get another one again. So, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. Currently, currently, we own both. Not sure how to, because you can't change our one. You can't change the handle. Oh. So I'm not sure how that's going to work, whether we have to phase one in, phase one out. But we now own Five Yard Rush. We're on Instagram as well. There is a Facebook page, which is Tumbleweedish at best. <laughs> Does anyone actually use Facebook anymore? No. Uh, no, not really. No. If anyone does use it out there, let us know and we'll decide if we can actually put some content out there. Well, the thing is, I kind of have the Twitter stuff. He does the Insta stuff. You could do the Facebook stuff. I don't really want. use Facebook. Mm. Well, you're going to have to start. Well, I mean, I, I know how to use it. You want this promotion, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Right. On today's show, guys, we're going to do some news. Obviously, it's Tuesday, so there'll be waivers. Going to have a bit of Murph on the streets. Look out for that new segment, and then winners and losers, if we have time. We're already sort of five minutes in, there's been no pauses, not sure how much editing I'm going to have to do, but if this runs on and rumbles into the night, I'll have a hungry wife knocking at the door. <laughs> yeah. So let's smash into the news. Anyone want to start? I think think probably the biggest, I mean there wasn't really a lot of injuries this week, but with Earl Thomas, the very famously sort of holding in, I think was the term where he's not going to practice if he's got a headache or uh, whatever might happen so he doesn't get injured while he uh, fractured his tibula again. So that is his season over. It's the same tibula. So he's going to head to free agency in the the new year and not have probably as many teams coming in for him with being 30 and the contract and coming off a second tibia injury. So he celebrated that in style by, uh, you know, flicking a bird over at the <laughs> yeah. at the bench of the Seahawks, um, in which Pete Carroll gave a great response, saying that he showed great composure despite his injury. <laughs> composure <laughs> by flipping the bird. I yeah. want to see what no composure looks like. <laughs> what would you do if your leg was broken at that point? I'd probably be screaming in pain. Yeah, I don't think exactly. flicking off anybody yeah, else would exactly. be. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. So I've never broken anything. Does breaking a bone actually hurt? I've only. I've only got cracked ribs. That's the worst I've ever had. And it doesn't really hit you straight away. So maybe he was in that adrenaline yeah. phase where it hasn't hit him. And then as soon as he got into the locker room, he started screaming the, the place down. I don't know. Well done. All that padding as well. You've got to strip that off with broken bones. Cheers. I imagine they cut it off, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably do. Mind you, that is money. And that wasn't money they were going to willing to be paying him. So maybe they just decided to pull it off. Because he's, let's be honest, he's never going to be a Seahawk again. No, very yeah. true. Gruden's first win in nine years. And 10 months. That's a long, long, long time. He wasn't managing the whole time, so... No. Some slack. Well, I don't know. He's managing from the booth. Have you ever heard any of his commentary? <laughs> yeah, true. I, I think I've said it on here before, that John Gruden will have a, a, a massive place in my heart, not just for winning the Super Bowl, but just he was just box office when he was a coach the first time round. And it just is the way that he was, the way he comes out and says things and he's so outrageous back in the day it was brilliant and it's good to have him back and I'm finally the, glad. Like the Mourinho of yeah 
That's exactly what it was. He was the, the Mourinho of the NFL. I mean, you didn't have turn of the century. You didn't have that many coaches out there that were that were well known and were really popular. Like probably Bill Parcells and one or two others. But he was he was box office. He was the one that everyone came to. I mean, you forget that Tampa traded three first round picks for him. Heavy, heavy price, but it got them the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I'm just looking up how many days this was because that's what shocked me. So it was. 3,591 days since he last won a game as a coach. But, if you, that doesn't impress you, it was 6,133 days since he last won a game with the Raiders. Oh. I'm not sure I've been alive that long. <laughs> well, it would have only been 2002, so I'd like to think you'd have been around. No, I was, I was yeah. definitely around the kicking. Uh, not breaking news, but fairly recent. Le'Veon Bell has said he's going to be back week seven after the bye is that right so week seven is their bye right, and okay. he's back then to report so I guess he'll start collecting checks when they don't play a game or train so smart yeah, talking of returning it, we did have a bit of an internal issue as to whether it was going to be Sparky that returned to the podcast or Le'Veon Bell that returned to the Steelers first and Sparky has strode in what three weeks early <laughs> yeah but I wasn't missing out on 870 grand a week whatever it was <laughs> Pride, you were missing out on pride. pride. Your name was on the show, man. Yeah, we oh. can, we you can't can. put a price on that. We rolled the You're intro. Right. <laughs> we, that, that was it. We tapped into the Vegas line, and when the um, Le'Veon Bell news broke, uh, they made him heavy favourite to, to return before you. So, I mean, Vegas got it wrong. Clearly, you had some information and decided to upset it. Maybe that was what kickstarted it. I don't know, you, you fill us in what's happened over the... <laughs> The course of the 2018 season. There's nothing as interesting <laughs> as that, I can assure you all. Luckily for you, we lumped, as a podcast, we lumped on you and made some money. Yeah. Oh, good for you. And that's why we can afford the expansion. Expa- yeah, we've doubled in size. Yeah. Tyler Eifert, season's likely over, broken ankle. That was nasty. Horrific. Anyone seen that in slow motion? Makes Just makes your toes curl up and you just, oh, it's just dreadful. I don't know why they showed it again. Like yeah. They've shown it. Yeah, shown true. it in live, right? You can't stop that. It's a live game. It happens. But they've shown the instant replay. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing, Red Zone? You've got to cut that out, surely. Yeah. I'll tell you what's worse is watching it in reverse on Twitter. That was just dire. Absolutely horrendous. So I didn't have Red Zone on this week because we only have one telly in the household and the wife was watching it. So I had my phone on, but you can't get Red Zone on Sky Go. So I was watching the Pats game and our chat channel was going off about Eiffel's foot. I was like, have you seen it? Has everyone seen it? And I thought, I'm not looking this up. Yeah. I just, I can't do leg injuries. They don't sit too well with me. No, I've seen a few live and it's not pretty. Suspension. Loads of people back this week. Going to help me out in one place, especially with Mark Ingram returning. Oh, cannot wait. I picked him up nearly everywhere. So Is he available to pick up? I don't think so. I mean, I drafted him. Everywhere. Oh, right, okay. I thought you were going to say you picked him up in Leeds. Like, no, no, no. no. I, I drafted him in, in four out of my five leagues and stashed him because I was pretty weak position, so top RBs went early. Yeah, I've traded for him in a couple of leagues, drafted him in a couple too. Edelman, meh, not bothered. In any interest? I've got him in, I've got him in two leagues. I think... Okay, um, I've got him in one. I think it's interesting. I think, especially with what they've got out there now. Yeah, that's what I say. They I mean, need options. They need massive options. Hogan's not done it. Uh, Josh Gordon played his first game at the weekend. Yeah. In it's early days for him. And yeah. now with Gronk. Out potentially Thursday. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not going to make Thursday. I, I think Edelman will. So yeah, yeah. I think Edelman's going to be a big fantasy stash for Especially for, for a short option for them. Yeah. yeah. He'll take Gronk's receptions, in the, like you say, Spark, in the short game. and early Short week, sorry, for Gronk. I just... 
I hope he makes it because I've got him in several key, key places. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, who else is back? Vontez Perfect, Bengals. Yeah, a big player for them. So they've done well without him. So, but I think as they're facing bigger offenses to come, then I think he could be a strong addition. David Irving. Great start. Yeah, they have. I'm impressed by their start. And they've got Joe Mixon potentially returning this week as well, so that's two big players for them. Yeah, it could be a huge return, just at the right time in your 3-1. Um, I think the biggest one to return here is David Irving on that uh, Cowboys D, because Cowboys D's been okay, but clearly that's the only way they can win games this year, or just giving them all to Zeke, uh, as they did on Sunday. So a combination of a better D mixed in with Zeke, and I think Irving is one of their top two or three. Is Lee fit again? No, not yet. Because they've always struggled without him. Yeah, he's never been 100% no. fit, so that's going to be a struggle. But it's Irving will be big. He was huge. If anyone watched last year's All or Nothing, he had a similar ban and came back and he absolutely stormed it in the first couple. In fact, the first game back, I think he had three sacks. He was huge. Three. <laughs> talking of earlier, he's 378 yards scrimmage from 48 touches over the last two weeks. He's definitely their key man. <laughs> I think they've just decided that they haven't got any receivers. So they've just gone, well, right, we'll just give it to Zeke and yeah. just run him down. They're probably going to do to him what they did to Le'Veon Bell and just absolutely obliterate him and just ride him until the end of his contract and then... Dump him off. Dump him off. It's a career-high 240 yards from scrimmage. Yeah. Just the most any player has got this season. Apparently, though, he is suffering with knee burstitis and ankle soreness. Yeah, it's just bruises. It's just a word for bruises. It'll be back Sunday. Just, just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Who else is left? Mark Sanchez is back. Who? Who? Oh, Mark Sanchez, former quarterback of the Jets. Um, is this actual relevant news, Murph, or did you just slide it in for jokes? Well, no, it's, it's relevant in the sense of is he, he better or worse than Hackenberg? Anyone's better than Hackenberg. Okay. If you're if you're sitting there as I'm thinking of teams right now that are in desperate need of potentially a quarterback. Arizona, yeah, Buffalo, yeah. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, as a two, I'm talking about as a two because yeah. clearly Nate Peterman is not good enough to be a two. So you're going to need to bring someone in potentially, and I think you know Mark Sanchez is someone that can go in and, and do a job. Uh, Bucks have proven that you can bring in uh, underwhelming talent and have them shine for a few weeks. So a few weeks. take a chance. This should be our campaign that everybody should take a chance on Mark Sanchez. Someone pick him up now on waivers so that he's, you know, you've got him early. We'll start a campaign. We'll get on Twitter and we'll make sure that he gets a team by, by week six or Sparky, week seven. There's, there's your, as our Twitter man, Sparky. There's your hashtag. Save Mark Sanchez. Get, oh, him, get him a team. Hey, pay Mark sake. Sanchez. Pay. Let's get him a team. Let's get him a team. Come on, son. How get great! I mean, I think this could be this could be the start. I know of who he could play huge. for. The London Pigeons. The London Pigeons. <laughs> we can't call them the Pigeons. <laughs> It's iconic. <laughs> it's not iconic. <laughs> what is iconic about the pigeon? Death. <laughs> yeah. Disease. No, it's icon- <laughs> Even so, it's still iconic with London, isn't it? You think of London, you think pigeon. No, I don't know. I've gone to many European cities and, and been... It's crapped on. Yeah, by, by a pigeon. <laughs> red Very buses. Soon. You can't call them the red buses, but that is an iconic London. Oh, no, because then the problem is we'll be waiting ages for a win and then two will come along at once and then we'll have to go ages again without another win. Oh. Okay, someone start that one. Somebody ring the bus bell. Oh. Ding, ding. Where's the sound desk? Oh, we'll take it out. <laughs> We're working on that. We're working on that. All right. Chiefs working out a trade deal for Thomas before the injury. Yeah, I should have mentioned this when we were talking about old Thomas, but the Chiefs were pretty close on doing a deal to get Thomas, which obviously they've now retracted. Yeah. So that's uh, 
That's the end of that one. Well, yeah, and it's a player they needed. He would have instantly improved what he's probably in the bottom five is of he defences. A, is he a linebacker? Thomas. Or is he a safety? safety. safety. And Eric Berry's a linebacker. Yes. Well, that would have been a pretty decent middle duo. Yeah, it would have been tasty to have them there. So um, it's a shame for, for Thomas, but, you know, got to ride the lightning. We've got to slide down to the end of our news notes now, guys, because we've added some news in at the end. Sammy Watkins injured his hamstring last night in the Chiefs' win over my beloved Broncos. The Chiefs are running away with it, only undefeated. I know, in the Rams, two yeah. undefeated teams. Two 4 0 teams. And they're both looking pretty good. That's true, but it's only four weeks. It's a quarter of the season. One of those will lose six games. Wow. That's, that's quite a take. I know. I think one of it, I think the Chiefs will lose six games. Do you? You think they'll I think, think they get worked out? I think I think it's a combination of Mahomes can't keep the pace. Um and he'll play better defences than he has. He's played pretty ropey defences. Denver D was the first real challenge he's had all season. Yeah. So how did he go? He did alright. Um what did he do? Talking he, of Mahomes, did you see his left handed shovel? Yeah, I seen that. Oh yeah. Insane. <laughs> I mean, he got his first rushing touchdown yesterday, which was necessary and probably long overdue. But he was 28-45, 304 yards, one passing TD, one rushing TD. Still scored your 24.9 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah I do. Oh, listen, you, Mahomes now is in the must-start category. If you, I've got Mahomes and Rodgers in a dynasty league, oh. and I have benched Rodgers for mean. the foreseeable future. It's an easy decision for me. I own Rodgers in a couple of leagues and I've put trade offers I've said to people you can have Rodgers for you know yeah. if you this season especially quarterbacks are they're not a premium I mean we were just talking before of the top yeah in six point per passing touchdown leagues of the top 10 how many people how many quarterbacks are in the top 10 and it took the guys I think Sparky guessed at four Murph you guessed six yeah and it was seven and <laughs> it's just the people on this list who are top two, never nobody drafted them unless you're in a two quarterback league. Trubisky and Goff, I mean, they both had 55 and 49 points respectively. Andrew Luck, Cousins, they got drafted. Derek Carr didn't. Matt Ryan might have done. Deshaun Watson definitely did. This is a season to sell your quarterbacks. You can pick in a single team, single quarterback leagues. There's quarterback on the waivers, and if you can trade a wide receiver one for a quarterback. Oh, we, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so many, so many quarterbacks out there. I picked up Goff off the waivers this week. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's in our waivers just because of his availability still. And I think that's the thing. If you've taken a quarterback early, for instance, if you've taken Rodgers, Cam Newton, what's the chap from Seattle called? Russell Wilson. If you took one of them early, you sort of feel like you have to play them because you took, you wasted, an, not yeah. wasted, but early draft pick on them and they're not performing. Well, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson... Had an awful game uh, this week. I mean, he was 19 to 26 for 172 yards, no touchdowns, no ints. He's still not turning the ball over, but mm. he's not rushing as much as he did. Um, they're really struggling, Seattle. They're not getting their, yeah, their, their me. game scripts. I've got him right. in two of my leagues, maybe even three. I'd be looking to bench him, I think, in the short term. I've um, benched him. And look to bring in someone, even if it's just for a couple of weeks. You can even stream a quarterback, too. Yeah. So I'd be looking. So I've got those matchups. Yeah. Just have a look at what's out there. We'll give you some good ones on the waiver wire. For sure. Hope so. Uh, anything else in the news, chaps? Uh, OJ Howard out two to four weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, your boy. So, yeah, a huge tight end. But tight ends took a huge hit this week. So many got injured. Um, they're really sort of starting to run out. I think we're going to 
have the first season where all the tight ends in the league ever registered will probably be done. I mean, you've already had to bring back Antonio Gates. Yeah. So I don't know. Probably Tony Gonzalez might come out and, and suit up again. <laughs> the way that they're going now, we're losing three or four a week. Um, it is a... about the dude from Dallas who retired last year. Witten. Yeah, he won't step in. Well, no, he's getting paid more to sit in the booth, so he uh, probably doesn't have quite the same motivation. But Disley went down. He's out for the Seahawks now for the season. All right, I need. He might never come back. That's a nasty, nasty injury. So it was his uh, patella. Kneecap to all you non-medical people. Yeah. Which, <gasps> which, now, Jimmy Graham had this injury and he came back. Took him a long time, but he did come back. But you're talking about blowing out your kneecap and, and everything around it. So the chances of him coming back are probably 50-50 ever. He's not come back this season. So he was promising he was starting to do really well. Rookie of the year candidate, considering what he's putting up in Seattle. So it's a shame for him. But yeah, Titans are really down at the moment. So... We'll give you some on the waiver wire to look at. But it's not I, fun. If, if you yeah, have, it's a bad if you place have to be, to be yeah, if you have four spare spots on your roster, I'd probably consider taking tight ends, just all of them, because <laughs> the way they're going down, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. probably going to need them at yeah. some point. Uh, yeah. And there'll be a premium to trade with. Exactly. Oh, I'm in one league where I had Evan Ingram and OJ Howard because I let the computer auto draft the second half because I couldn't do it it drafted me Evan Ingram OJ Howard and Cameron Bray <laughs> so I dropped Bray because I didn't need oh! three times <laughs> and Ingram and Howard both Down. in trouble so yeah. I'm looking to pick Bray back up yeah. you know what I'm saying? I've got this league here I've got Evan Ingram and Jack Doyle both doing fantastically well at the moment luckily Vance McDonald he's done alright yeah. in one like superstar moment and he's with that ridiculous uh <laughs> Well, he's, he's pretty much ended Chris Conti's uh, yeah. career because he's he's on IR, and I'm pretty sure he will be cut by the Bucks. Yeah, uh, he's not a big fan. Um, I mean, I the fans are big fans. I of him. That was against your beliefs. Well, you know that's fine. Uh, I don't Sorry. Know I didn't mean it in any malice. Well, you did slightly, but that's fine. We don't mind. No, We're all friends here. Sort of. Fire the cannon! <laughs> I think that's it for the news, boys. Um, yeah, I don't think there's. I think that'll do. Let's be honest. I mean, how are we looking? Yeah, well, we're in. Let's do some waivers. Now, right. as Sparky tends to do, turns up with no notes. He's looking at the list Murph and I have created. Sparky. No, as I said again, off air, on the way over, as we're rattling over it, you guys have kind of covered it. Well, so, I'll, you know. Kudos to Murph. Murph has done most of the admin work this week. Uh, no, I don't know. I think it's 50 50, personally, but. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's definitely not 33s apiece. No, sure. we're, we're definitely that. Am I the zero in that? Equation? No, actually, technically, there is maybe two lines at the bottom you added last minute for your winners, winners and losers. losers. That's only because you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on then. Well, you were talking about quarterbacks earlier on in the week, Sparky. We were just yeah. having a bit of a chat, and you were saying how quarterbacks, you know, like Goff and Carr and stuff like that should be played maybe and you wanted to do a piece on them so is there anyone you specifically want to pick up waivers caught about this one and whilst you're floundering Murph and I will step in and save you no no, no. Oh, like I said I got I managed to get Goff and I can't believe that he's still available in, in like the top scoring offence in so many places but that's because Todd Gurley gets a lot of points uh, yeah but even so the, all the wide receivers for the Rams are all doing pretty well but you're looking at touchdowns. Yeah, okay, got yeah. five against Minnesota, but the, the worry, the worry is that's not sustainable for for Goff. We know that Gurley's yeah. going to run in one to two a game. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean he's a great option if you're struggling and you've got say a Russell Wilson and you've got yeah. quarterbacks that you've taken high. Aaron Rodgers is is not anywhere near where he should be, and you're struggling. You think okay, I'll take a punt, but yeah, his schedule's pretty good as well. He's at Seattle, then he's at Denver, which isn't terrific. Oh, walk all over those. I don't know. And he, about playing in mile high, it's it's people sort of knock it, but it's not an easy place to play. It's because it's a mile high. Yeah, that is exactly exactly, it's got nothing to do with the team or Case Keenum or anything. Do you know, talking to Mile High, I haven't seen uh, Marquette King punt this season up at Mile High because obviously we picked him up when the Ravens dropped him. That guy's got a leg, and because it's a Mile I imagine he just punts it out the end zone. It must do. It must just, just, no, it must go out of the stadium, must do. Get caught in the air. (laughs) He's got one guy in a vest in the parking lot waiting for it to come over the stage. He's probably, you, you boys probably didn't see this, but I was living in in Florida in the early 2000s and when Michael Vick got drafted I think after his second year with the Falcons he did a Gatorade advert and they, the whole point of this campaign they had Alan Iverson and a few other people it was about doing outrageous plays and he was out there um, at the old Atlanta Stadium and he drops back to the 50 and he drops back he's on his own just for practice and he throws the football out of the stadium literally out of the stadium you just see this ball go up, up, up over the stands and out of the stadium. As in real? As in real. 100% real. Wow. Just threw it out of the stadium. Unbelievable arm. I know it's just a throwback. It just made me think of it when uh, you mentioned oh, King and punting. Just a bit of useless knowledge to some yeah. of our fans. Talking of Goff, he's still only 69% owned. Yeah. Um, he well, not, yeah. Someone like me, who's got Rogers in three places, and he's injured. They're not doing... They're doing all right, but they're not doing great. Um... I am tempted to bench him, I must be honest. Yeah. Especially if Goff, if 30, 30, he's available in 30% leagues, and yeah. his schedule's pretty good. After Denver, he gets San Fran. Pff, no hardship now. Green Bay, then New Orleans, and they are like a sieve <laughs> at the moment. So his next few games aren't bad. Yeah. No, not bad at all. Um, I think he's definitely one to consider if you're struggling. Yeah. Who else at quarterback? I put Derek Carr. Oof. Just the way Gruden plays, and you can see it now. You can see it's going to be a heavy, heavy pass out offense. And everything that Gruden has ever done has always relied on the quarterback. And I know there was the whole week one, doesn't trust him, called him out a little bit. That's just what John Gruden does. <laughs> oh, it's week one. Derek Carr's week one. Has it a guess points? It was probably like four, five. It was low. Sparky. I want to say three. Zero point two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the best opening week, but wasn't the... you got to remember this guy two years ago was an MVP candidate. He was, yeah. So got injured last year. He they've signed him to a franchise contract. He's an unbelievable talent, and listen, they haven't got anything else. I mean, they've got Mar- you can't rely on Marshawn Lynch for an entire season, and Doug Martin is is cooked. He can't even do anything in that offense. So. The, the way that he plays his offences, he will be very pass-heavy. The hardest thing, I wouldn't touch the wide receivers only because you don't know who's going to get the touches. He mixes it up so much, Gruden. Yeah. You can't put a game script for what they're going to do. Cooper was great this week. He'd probably get four targets next week. Please be Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we've had a week where it's been Jordy Nelson. We've had a week where it's been Cooper. Uh, Jared Cook seems to be getting the most targets. Yeah. So, uh, for me, Derek Carr is a no-brainer. If, you, if you're looking for a quarterback... He's going to get touchdowns. He's going to get yards. He will get 40, 50 throws a game. Plays the charges this week. Is that of any concern? Not without Bosa. Moving on. Who have I got a quarterback? Can't even see my list. You've got two Florida quarterbacks. I do, yeah. It's gone to the 
James Winston. Now, Murph didn't want to add all the bucks to the waiver list. No, <laughs> not this week. James looked pretty good in his turn, second half this week. Obviously, two picks. One of them was definitely not his fault. No, got, it got tipped. That happens. Looked really good pre-season. By week this week, maybe not pick him up this week. Or if you've got room to stash him for this week, then he's he's going to be free. If you're in a fab budget thing, then you're not going to have to pay out for him this week because no one's going to want to grab him with the buy. He, I think he's top seven going forward. I agree. The Bucks have looked good. Obviously, their defense has struggled last week specifically, but well, the secondary, secondary. Okay, the front line wasn't too bad. <laughs> I forget, forget. We've got a uh, pirate on staff now, That's so right. we need to an avid now an now, avid angry pirate. Not angry. Listen, we're better than what I thought we'd be, so I'm, I'm okay. Um, yes. Your your other quarterback is an extremely hot take. Well, no, no, no. We bashed him when you came on first time. You bashed him, and he went rightfully off. so. And he went off. Go on. Well, 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 he went off for a week, and then he had a week off. Right? How bad was that week off? Uh, I will tell you. Is it worse well, than cars? Uh, probably not as bad, but <laughs> close. No, no. It was. It was eight hundred percent better than cars. <laughs> yeah, eight point nine. He scored. Well, no, granted, that was a terrible week. So this is Blake Bortles. Uh, oh, we're on about which. <laughs> The Bortle Coaster, it's just one week good, one week bad, one week good, one week bad. Yeah, but his cut his next his schedule's okay. That means nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, but Fournette is gonna miss time now. So they'll just give the ball to Yeldon. No, but he's better without Fournette. I don't want to stand here and take shots for Blake Bortles because I don't like him. We gunned him <laughs> last season. You picked season. him. <laughs> yeah, but the way you can't pick him. No, I can't. Oh. Fine, I'm standing by him. His schedule goes Kansas City. Everybody knows they can Leak points. Dallas, they're terrible. Houston might be a moderate shootout. Well, they're better. They're not as good as Dallas, indeed. Well, there you go. And then he's got Philly, right? Great D and bye. Probably the the best D. The, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the best week he's going to have of these next five is the bye week. So yeah, sure. No, no, don't, <laughs> that's not acceptable. Uh, yeah, just I'm just saying he's he, if you're really really struggling at quarterback. Basically, if you're playing in a 12-man, two-quarterback league, no, no. <laughs> then I would say Blake Bortles is probably someone you want to consider. In an eight-man league, there is no way... Maybe we... you should pick him up on the Flea Flicker League that you're getting absolutely obliterated. Don't be ridiculous. There is no one available. There's, that's why, in this week, I played Josh Allen. In a, two, in a super flex two-quarterback league, I played Josh Allen. How'd that work out? Yeah, I lost. I lost the Sparky... <laughs> Tremendously. Wait. Not only did Josh Allen get me 11 points, this league, I think quarterbacks average about 70 points. Yeah, they jacked, how did he get 11? Because <laughs> he was terrible. Yeah, but I mean, how did he get that many? Just because the, they, oh, it's the like points, points on been... steroids. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I was going to say, his line was, and I've got it here, uh, I did write it down, was 16 of 33 for 151 yards and two interceptions. That's how we got it 115 yards, 11.5 points. Did he not get any off for the interceptions? I don't. I don't know. That's it's not my league. It's curious. The league is absolute whack. Oh. I have to join next year. If there's an invitation, no, I'd you, love it. No, if you don't want it, yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. I, and to be fair, I also drafted Le'Veon Bell one. I had first pick, so I drafted Bell. So not only did yeah. I miss out on every quarterback because the first two rounds went quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. I you then waited until the end of the second round. You might as well just auto. No, 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 because I've got Cam Newton coming back from a bye. Yeah. I've got Jameis. That was the matchup. This is terrible audio. Murph is now scrolling through. Yeah, the sorry. 
I'm just looking and seeing if you won in any... Well, you won in your flex. Of course I did. And my D. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I didn't lose all over the park. No, Sparky. Okay. No, but Sparky, I had terrible buy issues. I had Cam Newton and James Winston. So after this week, I'm locked and loaded for the rest of the season with my two quarterbacks, and I might be able to claw it back. Decent. You can't win them all. Andy Dalton should be another waiver ad if he's available. See, I'd pick him over Bortles. No, so would I. The Red Rifle. I'm, I've just looked at my list. And he's not on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned Josh Rosen last week. I assume nobody's really jumped to pick him up. I'd have him over Blake Bortles. Oh, really? Yeah, doesn't turn the ball over. Josh but, Rosen as they don't move it either, but he doesn't turn it over. No, Blake does. Yeah, true. He's All a right. turnover machine. So, <laughs> okay, Bortles coaster. But you know, he had his good game this week, so he'll be bad next week, and then he'll be great again in week seven. For, for the people not watching on the live stream video that isn't happening right now, I have my hand up because I'm in protest. Don't worry about Blake Bortles. Forget that fool. Andy Dalton is only 52% owned in ESPN leagues. He's been pretty good. And his next four matchups go Miami, Pittsburgh, at Kansas, and Tampa Bay. Oh. I'm buying, buying. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. I'm going to my phone now. Yeah. <laughs> you've, sold, you've sold me on that. There's your quarterback waiver pickup. On to running backs. Sparky, have you got anyone? No. Stop looking for Andy Dalton. We're mid-pod. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really need... I really need... Yeah. That's him gone for the next uh, half a pod. Oh, Murph, running back. Um, there's still a few out there. Yeldon now is going to come back into play. We told him, uh, you know, we said week one, week two, pick up Yeldon. You saw. We said we uh, we didn't feel any confidence in uh, Fournette for a few weeks and uh, came back and got injured again and he's probably out another three weeks. So... Uh, I took my own advice and picked up Yeldon. He got me the win this week in the flex, 20 points in the standard league. Um, Cohen, I imagine he was probably drafted in most leagues, uh, mainly as a, as a handcuff, but if he's still <laughs> available, definitely go and pick him up. The one for me, I think, is just an absolute punt. And it is a punt. It's a, this is a massive gamble. Don't say it. It's Mike Davis. Damn it. It's Mike Davis. I think if you are really struggling, if you are like me in a league where I picked up LeShawn McCoy and Jamal Williams and Kenyon Drake and none of them can get points to save their lives I'm gambling on Mike Davis he's got 100 yards, 2 touchdowns he looked impressive and I know Carlson's coming back next week but I definitely think he's going to get some time in this offence you can say goodbye to Rashad Penny, he's done if you've got him, get rid of him the way they're using Penny, it could well be Davis and uh, mate your boy you just mentioned Carson. Carson as their one two and Penny might Penny might do a reverse Rojo and end up not on the roster. That's another one, by the way. Rojo is is one to definitely consider if you if you still got him free. Oh, that was one of your spots. Damn the cannons! <laughs> Can't help it. Mike Davis. Any guess on his percentage ownership? Four. One point one percent. Wow. Zero point two. I imagine oh. that might change when waivers go through tomorrow morning. Yeah, if you like me, in a couple of situations where you drafted at the back end of the draft, you couldn't get great RBs, you took your wide receivers because they were the premium assets mm. on the board, then, you know, you're going to have to gamble on some of these. Some of them will miss, absolutely. But, Philip Lindsay, hit, someone that we said on the pod. You know, and I think he's one that you've got to consider. If if, if I'm owning Jamal Williams, he's going this week. Yeah, Aaron Jones is back. Aaron Jones has won that job, so he's going. McCoy, not confident on much going forward, but I'm stashing him. Drake, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, will we? Yeah. Well, we'll get to Drake. Um, he's he, a loser. He's a big <laughs> loser. So I feel bad for him, but he is a loser. Tariq Cohen, by the way, is only sixty percent owned, which is crazy. Def- definitely going to. And according to ESPN, he was dropped 
in six percent of leagues last week. So if you dropped him, <laughs> Muppets. Yeah, running backs. Are you done? You, yeah, that's your lot. Yeah, I'm done. So, Sparky, are you? Oh, what happened with Clement? Because he got he got me naught. But I didn't see. He just got to play. Did or, you play? I him? think he had an injury risk. Did he? They're yeah. all they're all sort of banged up. You well, got yeah, a giant playing Jai's, with some sort of broken yeah. back, and yeah, I dropped him because he's like in those starting like left halfway through the last game and his back's injured and whatever and Clement did quite well last week but then oh, the week before sorry but then last week even though he was supposed to play I, I don't think he made I don't think he got any touches but I'm yeah. going to double check that so Clor- Corey Clement was inactive yeah. Sunday for quadriceps damn it so, he, <laughs> so you didn't you, that was loud you didn't even play you didn't even notice that he wasn't playing no I did check on the day on the, what Sunday morning yep <laughs> I'm running personally. <laughs> Corey, you're playing, yeah, man. And he didn't. He lied to me. <laughs> what a surprise. He probably just thought you were like someone trying to trade for him or something. <laughs> I really yeah, I'm playing. I wouldn't trade for him. Right, <laughs> guys, back to fantasy. Go on, then. Rojo, we mentioned him a little while ago. Got activated this week. Wasn't great. I think he was 2.9 a carry, something like that. I don't think that tells the whole story. Having watched the game, yep, um, he had a quite significant first few rushes were four yards, five yards. Kind of got those when the game was done, and the game was more designed towards getting Winston up to speed. At the end of the day, listen, he's not going to get you receptions. He dropped one. He's not going to be received. This is not a PPR back you want to touch. But he's a high second round draft pick with pedigree, so he is somebody that you need to consider if you are desperate. Because he's on the bye this week, but and I'm not saying he's in week six, week seven he's going to pop, but by week eight, week nine, you just never know. It was always going to be this slow progression. It's probably been slower than anyone thought, but if you are really struggling for backs, as I mentioned in the situation I mentioned earlier, you picked at the back end, you picked your wide receivers, you've ended up with wide receiver three or running back three talent, third tier talent is your primaries. It's worth a gamble. It is a gamble because you don't know what you're going to get. There's yeah. no form, anything to suggest, but. Sometimes these things just work out. He's definitely the more talented back as well. He had the most carries. So they are going to give him the ball. And he's playing Atlanta next. Yep. And, you know, that is a D that, you know, is arguably as bad as the Bucks D. Both sips. <laughs> and then Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland after that. I think um, they've not been brilliant at stopping the run, been better at stopping the pass. So I think he's going to get a lot of touches in the next couple of games. And he's only 17.9% owned in ESPN leagues as well. Yeah, he would have been heavily dropped after not being active for the first two games. That's what I was going to ask. What are your thoughts on Nick Chubb's ridiculous antics last week? Great O-line. <laughs> first player in NFL history to have two touchdowns off three carries and over 100 yards. Yeah, who was the other one? I don't know. No, he was the first. Oh, he was the first? <laughs> yeah. He is the one. It's just great blocking. I mean, yeah. this is a good run, but yeah. you've got to remember here with, with running backs, even your elite running backs, they are nothing without their O-line. Yeah, no. And the the plays that have developed and open up, it's not just the O-line, but the blocking gets downfield yeah. to, to continue the run. He's an explosive back, but I pose this to you as a question. He's run for 100 yards. He's got two touchdowns. Why are you not giving him the ball more? Why do you keep handing it off to Carlos Hyde? Is that just because they're paying him the money? Oh, Carlos Hyde is pretty good. Well, yeah, but surely if you've run 100 yards and you're believed in enough, yeah. 
and you've just done that, you would be getting the ball more unless they were designed plays. They've seen the way they're schemed up. They've called it. They've schemed it that way and gone to Chubb. We know you're explosive. We know you can get this run. I mean, he's a great running back and he'll be great for many years. But I'm not I'm not buying him right now. Fair enough. I, yeah. They pay Carlos Hyde. They're going to use him. And he's not, he's not really a three-down back, Chubb. Obviously, he played with Sonny Michel last year at Georgia. And Michel was the, the third-down man there. I mean, it was it was three touches to 22. Well, there you go. There's the story. Yeah. Just seems a little surprising. He went that well on his... on his, uh, He didn't get that much of it. Well, there's three talented running backs there. Yeah. Because you've got Duke Johnson there as well. He's faded, though, isn't he? He is faded, but he's still going to play a vital part because he's a receiving back. So he's probably the best receiving back of the three. Yeah, so no he doubt. will get... He will get snaps in there. Probably not as many as the other two, but he will get snaps. All right. Let's swing on to the wideouts. Smurf, I'll let you go first. Your list is a little more people owned than mine. Mine was a little more out there, although we got one of the same. Yeah, definitely. So I, I don't, I can't believe I put him on the list, but Dee Westbrook, uh, I was all over Keelan Cole a couple of weeks ago. Uh, many were. So he's not seemed to do much, but Dee Westbrook is very much becoming the prominent bat, uh, receiver now. So he's one that if he's available, definitely take a look. Uh, Taylor Gabriel had a great, great game. Uh, I definitely think he's one to consider if he's free. We still don't know how the Bears are going to go week in week with Trubisky, and everyone's going to get all on the Mitch train this this week. I would say really, really be cautious and take these numbers out of any factoring you're doing because that's single-handedly the worst secondary performance you will ever see in the NFL. Guaranteed. I've never seen so many men open like I'm pretty confident if someone had trained me to throw a ball for an hour, I'd have made half the throws Trubisky made because he had that much time and that much space and those receivers were so open. That's nothing against him. I'm just saying that Gabriel's worth looking at, but look at his other games and he, he definitely gets some touches and he's definitely getting catches. So I definitely would, would consider him because I think he's going to be a big part of the offense moving forward. Tyler Boyd, big again, 100-yard game. I mean, we already talked about it. He's going to be the number two Yep. receiver there but AJ Green looks like he's carrying some minor injury he definitely looks a little hobbled doesn't he so I'll be I'll be banking Tyler Boyd if you can swinging back to Taylor Gabriel sorry Murph just to hop in he is on bye this week so again maybe not a pick up this week unless you're desperate for following weeks but then he goes to Miami Adam Robinson's clearly the one there or people perceive him as the one and he's going to see Xavier Howard at Miami which means Taylor Gabriel should be open yeah. after Miami he goes to New England their secondaries not great. Questionable, and the Dolphins did not expose them as they should have done on Sunday. Then he goes to the Jets and Buffalo, so his next four matchups after the bye are pretty handy. And if, like Murph says, if you're struggling at wide out, he's definitely not a bad ad. No, not at all. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, I've got on here. I'm pretty sure he's going to be up in the 50-60% owned. I uh, said it two weeks ago on here. <laughs> And the rest, Sonny's 82% owned. Oh, well, there you go. I thought he, was, he seemed to be lower before the weekend. I guess a lot of people have picked him up. I think he, you know, he's proven now he's the red zone guy. He's got six touchdown catches in his first four games. So the second player ever to do that in uh, the Super Bowl era, the other being Martavius Bryant. The alien. So, <laughs> Where uh, is he? He's <laughs> at the Raiders, is where he is. Yeah, he's sort of just fading away yeah. uh, Whitley his career goodbye if anyone wants to know how long it's taken Julio Jones to get six touchdowns uh, 29 games 
It's, it's not as bad as that stat with Julio suggests, though. I think he still had over 140 yards this week. 170, yeah, 170, 171 yards he got this week. So he's great for yardage, but he's not getting the touchdowns, which is a worry if you took him at 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 in your draft. I took him at 16 in a 16-man league, which wow. is pretty good value. Oh, yeah, definitely. So uh, Ridley, for me... Definite ad, but he's probably been taken in most leagues. And Mike Williams is still only 53% owned in ESPN leagues. So, had a uh, down week as well, so his percentage might drop a little. But again, Gordon is also carrying a little little niggle. Nothing big, but you could see those numbers go up next week. Sparky, you got any wide receivers? No, you've got them. Oh, go on then. Who else? Who's on my list? You do, huh? Who's on my list? I don't know, you've got your list in front of me. Well, it's just be just there, no? No, I'm looking at Murphs. No, it is there. Oh, it's down there. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's just Mike. Oh, well, it doesn't seem... Oh, well, that's because... Just, but, uh... All right, apologies. Admin issue, Murph, sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read it. <sighs> Dede Westbrook, Dante Moncrief, yep. Ty Graybill. Who else is that? Ryan Grant. Yeah. Who he? Who's he? He's yeah. the Colts wide receiver too. Right. With T.Y. Hilton injured this short week oh, for them. Got, what's he done? Ribs, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grant had 12 targets, I think, this week. And he's going to be the one... And they're playing the Patriots who don't have a lockdown corner. He could be a decent add if you're struggling. And then deeper leagues, Kiki Cutie, Houston Texans wide receiver with Will Fuller struggling with hamstring. He struggled last year with hamstring. The only trouble with Fuller missing is that Watson needs Fuller, I think, to be relevant. When Fuller went out last year, Watson wasn't the same. Obviously then got injured quite quickly afterwards. I think Fuller scored every game this year. Yeah. Deep ball, deep ball guy. So he's your 40 to 70 yard. Stretches but, the field. Yeah. But QT got, if you don't suppose you got his numbers in front of you, Murph, there have you? Uh, I do. So <laughs> QT's numbers were. <laughs> uh, he's probably put that down after he, I've added it. To my no, 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 no. I, I just got major highlights here. So he, 11 receptions, which, by the way, is the most receptions by a wide receiver making his NFL debut since 1970. He caught 100 and. <laughs> 109, yeah, 109 yards passing, and or 109 yards of receptions, and he had 15 targets, which, which is a lot. It's a lot, especially for a rookie in his first game. So that's huge. So to give you, you know, alternative numbers, you know, Hopkins got 10 receptions for 169 yards and a touchdown. This, yeah. So add QT. Why not? Well, they've got no run game at the moment. Miller was still handling an injury. Toilet. Oh. It's so bad. <laughs> 14, 14 rushes for 49 yards at the weekend, but he is slightly banged up. So Watson is going to throw the ball. QT is definitely a reasonable shout to when get some more receptions. Donta Foreman must be back off Pup soon. Week seven? Pup's first six weeks, right? Yeah. So I don't know so when the Texans buy it, but Donta Foreman might not be a bad ad at running back. And then my other one is Taywan Taylor. Yeah. Now, the Titans, they've not been great, but they're winning. And their D is legit. I don't think people give the D the credit. No, I agree. If Mariota is fit, then he makes Corey Davis relevant. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But Tajay Sharp is also there. You don't want to add him. I know he's got a touchdown this weekend. But Taewon Taylor, he's there. Again, Will Fuller, he's fast. I don't have his numbers in front of me. He could be relevant if the Titans start to play better football they can't really run it at the moment either Derek no. Henry's not great Dion Lewis is only really used when they're losing because they need to throw the ball so they're going to throw it and my boy Corey Davis had a week 
Yeah, big week. Nine receptions for 161 yards and a touchdown. Taylor did seven receptions for 77. Which you're not going to sniff at that. That's Especially what... when Mariota is still not 100%. Yeah. And he's only going to get stronger every week. Yep. So oh. I, I put here for rushing, no rushing. <laughs> I didn't even bother to put anything for the. I think Mariota led the team in rushing. Yeah, that seems uh, to be what well, jumped out to me. The only trouble with the Titans is they play Buffalo this week. Yeah, but that's, after that's that, a real trouble this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so after Buffalo, the trouble with the Titans is they play Baltimore Chargers, then they're on bye, so that's three not great weeks matchup-wise. I don't mind the Chargers. I think that's a good matchup for them. I just think Casey Hayward, he'll shadow Corey Davis. Yeah, but then that's where your pick Taylor comes in really nicely. Yeah, but I've got a lot of love for Davis. You do. <laughs> I'm surprised um, it's not called the Corey Davis Loving Podcast. Talking of Corey Davis, when the wall goes up in the new studio, studio we've got a signed Corey Davis to go on the back wall. Sure. Beautiful. So I don't know if you've got any merch, Murph, that you want to add to the wall. I'm not putting my Super Bowl 2003 program on there. Okay, that's fine. I might bring it in so people can touch it and see what it's like. <laughs> white gloves, Ooh. touch it with white yeah. gloves. <laughs> I've had a long time, it's really the oldest thing I own. That can't be true. Yeah, I moved a lot. Fair enough. <laughs> Just imagine Murph on the streets, just with his program snuggled. And a truffle bag. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's get onto that horrendous area oh, that we call Titans. <laughs> well, who's left? Who's still standing? Should we start with that bit? No, yeah. Cameron Bright. Yeah. Murph, fire those cannons. Definitely must add. Um, so, you'll look at Bright's numbers this year and they'll, they'll tell a pretty tragic story. But as soon as Winston came into the game, what do you know? Touchdown, Bright. Bright in the previous two seasons with the leading tight end in the league with touchdowns, which is why they gave him a new three-year deal. So he is Jameis Winston's second favourite target behind Mike Evans. So he, this guy will, he's not going to get you millions of yards. He's going to be a short yardage. You're looking at probably 60, 70 yards a week, best case. But he's a touchdown guy. Gets a lot of red zone targets, will get a lot of red zone catches this year. Uh, especially under Winston. Winston's confirmed to start week six, so Cameron Brait for me is a if you if you've got one of the uh, Atlanta, so he's going to get plenty of space <laughs> points. So if you are one, of, if you have lost one of the one thousand nine hundred eighty-two tight ends that have gone down this season, <laughs> then Cameron Brait is probably the single best tight end that is out there uh, as it stands. No, I've got him as my number one too. After that, it gets pretty thin. Um. <laughs> well, I, I like Austin Hooper again for pretty similar reasons. Um, was that a shudder over there? It was a little. Shudder. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's not going to get many yards, but he gets touchdowns. Got another one at the weekend. Yep, he will just get touchdowns, and ultimately, that's all I want out of my tight end. If it, if a tight end gets me ten points because I don't have Gronk and I don't have Ertz, then and I don't have Kelsey. Yeah. Then if I can get 10 points a week out of my tight end, I'm laughing. Tight end get, so touchdown gets me the six. So I just need the guy to get 40 yards. I back Hooper to do that most weeks. So this week, the top five tight ends got above 15. Um, it was 27, 21, 17, 16, 15. And after that, it hit 12. So like Murphy say, if you can get 10 out of your tight end, especially if you pick him up off the waivers, it's easy money. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I think your your one is one to definitely consider... Tyler, your last one, not your Tyler. Okay, so Tyler Boyd, I've got Tyler Boyd in with a one foot eye foot now crocked for the season. Sorry, that's a bad. I shouldn't have made that joke. Oh. Apologies, Mister Eye Foot. Get well soon. 
Yeah, Tyler Boyd, he was good last season when Eifert went out injured. I think he's going to be relevant again this year and he's not owned at all. And then Vance McDonald, Sparky, you mentioned him earlier. Yeah, I've got him a couple of leagues. Mainly said I have no choice. The Steelers can't defend, which means they're going to need to throw the ball. And after his legit stiff arm against the Bucks, Ended Chris Conte's career. Yeah. <laughs> Not officially, by the way. He's just on IR for the rest of the year. But he is going to get cut at the end of the year. You heard it here first. Uh, Vance would probably be my what, second after Cameron Break, then Tyler Boyd and Uzimor. The other Cincinnati, I don't even know his first name. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his second name, but... The Bengals have got two tight ends, and he's not been too bad if you're in a stupid 16-man deep league where there isn't anyone available. Streaming DSTs, boys, where are we standing on this? Uh, DSTs, for me, there's a couple of really interesting matchups. Um, so I was really surprised to find that the Panthers' D, considering its reputation, it's got probably the best defensive player in football in Luke, uh, Luke Cleakley. You're looking at 29% owned in ESPN leagues. Uh, they're up against the Giants, who are just terrible on offense. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Um, so for me, it's a very, very easy add to get the Panthers D in. Having said that, there is one matchup where I like both teams, and I like I, if you know, depending on where you are in 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 the league, I'm liking the Titans D, which is 39 percent owned in 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 ESPN leagues, but also I take the, the Bills D because. Well, you say that, but the amount of time, but the amount of time they're on the field, listen, they're going to concede points. They're not. It's going to be a twenty, twenty-five point sort of concession. Yep. But the amount of time they're going to be because that offense is absolutely trash. How dare you? Well, it is. It's absolutely trash. You know, you've got one game where they scored three points and one game where they scored zero. So it is. It is awful. They will be on the field. <laughs> they're going to be on the field, so they're going to get sacks. They're going to get ints. That's where your points are going to come from. It's not going to keep you from saving points. It's going to be purely on the sacks and the and the ints they're going to get fumbles. You know that's where I quite fancy him, especially when you've got a slowish uh, Marcus Mariota who's going to take that a little bit more time to throw the ball. I quite fancy him to come up with quite a few sacks this week. Yeah, agreed. And they look pretty good against the Vikings, so they've got the ability. And against uh, listen that that D against against Aaron Rodgers. I know he's not one hundred percent. Twenty two points is not a disgrace. Most of it was field goals. Aaron Rodgers got one TD in that game. Yeah, it's just Mason Crosby just kicked ten points over the over the over the posts. So for me, I'm, I'm definitely having a look at the Bills and thinking, yeah, against that offense, they're not going to win the game, but I think they'll definitely pick up some points if you're desperate. I know you don't play DS, DFS, Murph, but the Bills must be pretty cheap this week in DFS. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're it's, not a terrible play. I mean, we're talking ultimate left field. Some of these picks are not, are not like conventional, but ultimately, if you're playing like a DFS or you're in a deep league or you just think you're just if you're one and three, zero and four, you need to do something a bit different. Take the gamble. Be, you know, be Frank Reich. Go for it. Don't go for the tie. Go for it. Ledge as well. Yeah. Absolute legend. I know. Didn't he? Didn't even call it when he came out. He was just like, no, we don't play for ties. Uh-uh. Well, why would you if you're if you're one and one and two? Why bother? I make him right. For sure, Sparky. Any DSTs? No. Are you okay? You're not looking. I no you... Titans. I want. I was saying Titans. I quite like the Bengals this week as well. <laughs> Home to the Dolphins. Yeah. Well, they've got perfect back as well. Yep. He's definitely going to be all over the action. So they're definitely available. So, boys, we've hit 50 odd minutes. Should we do, wow, winners? Like, should we do winners and losers before the intro pops in? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sparky, start us off, son. Come on. Well, winners and losers. Where's my notes? Oh, there they are. <laughs> losers. <laughs> Sorry, I like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Loser, though. 
It's not his fault. Well, it's his leg, though. It is his leg. Yeah, OK. And um, that, you know, how many injuries he come back from? How many more is he going to come back from? Yeah. Yeah? OK. Trubisky's got to be a winner. Why? Yeah. Why? Just went off, didn't he? Six touchdowns. Doesn't what? matter. How, it doesn't matter who it was against. He's still done it. No one else scored six last week. Is he going to score six touchdowns next week? Doesn't matter. I'm going to go about this week's winners. I'm I don't go, care about next week or I'm last gonna, week. I'm going to go as far as say that Mitch Trubisky will not get six touchdowns in his next three games. In his next three games. Yeah, that sounds like a beer bet. Yeah, <laughs> beer bet done. Done. So he's got Miami and then New England. He won't score six in those two. No. Okay. You can't include the buy in those next two games. No, no. Because <laughs> he is on buy. No, no. After that, he's oh. not. He's not going to get six touchdowns against Miami and New England. Mm-hmm. Fair. All right. Sorry. Stocks we got. Uh, so my winners and losers my winner is Corey Davis we talked about his stats earlier he's clearly the one there now if a fit Mariota can target him 13 times 9 receptions if he's going to get over 100 yards 9 receptions and a touchdown you're looking at 20 points a week I know that isn't going to happen every week but the targets are what counts 9 receptions is 9 points plus the yardage you're looking at if he gets you 15, 16 points you didn't draft him as your one Corey Davis is my winner and I'm going to back that boy until the cows come home and then my loser Murph and I have probably Murph probably considered him I'm not sure if he did but it's Kenyon Drake oh, I did consider him I just didn't do it because I was that annoyed <laughs> <laughs> so for some ungodly reason the Dolphins do not want to use Kenyon Drake Can I, I'm just going to give you his fantasy points from the last two weeks because I played him like an idiot in both both games um <laughs> So, week three, he was one point, three rushing yards, seven uh, reception yards. And last week, he improved those numbers to a whopping 1.6. <laughs> three didn't realise it was quite that dire. Three rushing yards, 13 reception yards. Wow. What's he done to deserve this? I, no one knows. It is, it is the mystery of the NFL right now, where you've literally got a running back of amazing talent, just not being used. Just not being used. Just... And he's got Vontis perfect back this week. Well, it's all right. He's probably not going to be on the field to get any touches, so that's yeah. fine. I think the Dolphins have had the least plays in the NFL this season as well. Something like that. But yet they were 3-0. And forever young Frank Gore is just consistently used. Kenyon Drake is clearly the most talented back in Miami. And why Adam Geis is not using him is... That doesn't make sense. No. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense. Their their offensive stats against the Patriots was absolutely shocking. So, Tannehill, 11 of 20, 100 yards, one interception, no touchdowns. Frank Gore led the backs with 11 carries for 41 yards. Oof. And Stills, three receptions for 64 yards. Oof. Shocking. Shocking, shocking, shocking. They were terrible. That's your offense. <laughs> So, I thought they would have stretched him a little bit. I thought they would have done something. <laughs> yeah, I thought they would have made a game of it. I mean, I'd, I'd fancy us and, and eight strangers to probably get that much offence against that Patriots D. But... <laughs> that would be something, wouldn't it? Just yeah, roll that's out a there. bold statement. <laughs> well, I, I don't you think it's much worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Uh, winners and losers for me. Alvin Kamara, and it kills me to say this because it's about the Saints, but... He's single-handedly carrying... Well, no, it's not fair, because Michael Thomas had a great year, and Drew Brees has done well, but Kamara. he's just absolute machine. Does it on the ground, does it in the air, just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Um, so, for me, he's winner of the week. 
along with Chucky, so pleased to see him win a game. Um, just anything, just anything to have a smile and the old Chucky back just a little bit um, was was great. Loser for me, Josh Allen. Don't rate the guy. Don't think he's worthy of a first round pick at all. Don't know how you know the Bills traded the Bucks for for him. You know to to go up to seven to get him in the draft. It baffled me that Rosen was still on the board. It baffled Rosen even more, which was. <laughs> Brilliant to see. Um, I think I might have read his stat line, but if not, 16, uh, 16 for 33, 151 yards, averaging 4.6 yards per per throw, with two interceptions and a quarterback rating of 36.3. And to sum that up, he was also sacked seven times. And I started him as my only quarterback in Super So, Josh Allen is an absolute... I mean, he might have a great talent, but whether, whether he can get the ball to anybody yeah. or even just within space of anybody is remaining to be seen so josh allen you are my loser of the week congratulations well deserved yeah fair <laughs> yeah the only other thing i wanted to talk about quickly was how many points you left on your bench this week so i think i might have set a record <laughs> i think you probably have <laughs> I, I would like to interject at this point oh, okay. if you want to have a conversation about this you've got seven minutes yeah that's fine let's, yeah let's use them okay go how many do you have 140 yeah you win <laughs> <laughs> How did that 140 get made up of Sparky? Uh, well, Trubisky had a lot to do with it. Oh, so you named him as your winner, but didn't believe in him to start him. <laughs> oh, fire! Uh, yeah, fire! Yeah. <laughs> all right. How? Um, yeah, all right. I suppose you didn't put him as a loser because you didn't play him. No, no, no. Especially the match. Uh, I've only got him in three leagues that I didn't start him in. <laughs> <laughs> I think the point I'm trying to make is really I'm the loser. <laughs> Sparky is his own loser of the week. Speaking, though, <laughs> speaking of that... I did give Stuart a right raw teabagging in one of my leagues. I don't know if that is appropriate podcast language. <laughs> and I beat Max as well in the Dynasty League. So it's not too bad. I, uh, it's not all bad. Yeah, in the Epsom Dynasty League, I almost came back from 107 points after Thursday night to beat Jack. That was rough, that that Thursday night for you. Yeah. So he had... Goff. He, he brought Goff in and he bought... Who else did he bring in? Last, it was literally a last minute. It was a five minute to go. It was like Goff, oh, Thielen, Thielen and Cup, I think. Yeah. yeah and he, he was bigging it up on the chat saying, oh, I've won this week. I've got 107 points, 39. And I lost by four. And it was a late Travis Kelsey touchdown that's done me over. Out of apps. They would never, ever, ever have lived that down. No. Ever. So Goff, 49.3 points. Thielen, 27.5 points. Cup, 37.20 is what he got out of that. It wasn't fair. No. <laughs> Although, if you played John Brown, you were the one. Yeah, I know. But my team, everybody who played scored well. That's the thing. I didn't. Yeah. I, I just came up against a sick Thursday night. We're starting to see some separation in the Listener League. So you've got three teams, including myself, that are 4-0. and There's no one on three wins. And I would have been, but I got pipped Thursday night. I was—I don't understand even know how that happened. It was awful. You I woke up. This, I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, "I must have won" because I was th- thirty points ahead, and he had somebody squeak me right at the end. I'm going to go into this. We've got high. Oh God! I've just looked at one of them. I'm like, oh, four in one of them. Da, 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 da. Not doing well. So chaps. yeah, listen to us, chaps, because Gus is our own Sparky. So Philip Lindsay, yeah. podcast favorite. No, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen point nine points to take you to take him over the line. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, that hurts. It does. <laughs> it really does. Um, seeing as we got a couple of minutes, hopefully each week oh, we're going to yeah. do a little Murph on the street segment. Murph, you got a couple of stats to throw our way. Sparky and I can learn. Yeah, so uh, got quite a few. Uh, I've gone through the podcast and, and said a few, but I'll always have a few more. So uh, historic weekend for Adam Vinatieri. 
He surpassed Hall of Famer Morton Anderson for the most made field goals in NFL history. To give you an idea, Vinatieri made his first field goal on the 1st of September 1996. Andrew Luck was six years old. <laughs> I wasn't even born. Yes, you were. I was going to say, wow, I feel really old then. Um, it's an old life. <laughs> paper round was tough. Zeke, first player this season with over 200 scrimmage yards, with a game high and career high, 240 yards. And the Cowboys are the first team since 2010 to win a game and not convert a third down in a single game. That's mental. They are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> No, they are. It's one man. His name is Zeke, and the other ten just sort of stand around and go, "Hi, bring that's it. back Des, bring back." No, sorry. Um, well, yeah, that was mouth on the streets. Why is Des being picked up everywhere? What, what don't we know, chaps? It's just you get a random thing pop up on whatever. If you're over four, using. why wouldn't you pick him up? Why haven't you picked him up? <laughs> oh, you turd! Oh. Right. Shots fired again. Right. Well, this is what happens if you if you go. On missing for not with team, I think it's the official days of the nation for for three weeks. Then you have to expect some of this when you come back. At least we haven't been as mean as the Steelers O line have been yeah, to Levy and Bell. We haven't trolled you on Twitter, done public interviews. Yeah. I'm it's not just... on 17 mil a year. No, not yet. Give it time. <laughs> yeah, That's one hell of an advertising campaign. <laughs> well, boys, we better wrap that up. We're knocking on the hour door. Yep, it's been an absolute hoot. It has been. Laugh a minute. Sparky, welcome back. Honoured. Murph, welcome to the team. Thanks very much. Nick, when you get here, welcome. Don't forget to go find the podcast, you know, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Please like, review and share. Can't yeah. stress that enough. Yes. Yeah. Social media is at 5 Yard Rush and that is YRD Rush until we get the other one up and running. Instagram, Twitter. You can find Murph on his own and that's... Uh, at Maverick Murph. Um, give us a follow on either or... Send in some bold hot takes or questions or come argue some of the things that I've and we've all put forward on here because plenty of debate. And if anyone is pro Bortles, and I know that's a big take, just just come on, just 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 give us some something to to help well, arm us with some Bortles positivity. I tried on the pod and got gunned down by my two cohorts, <laughs> and then Andy Dalton turned up, and I realised Blake Bortles is irrelevant. Imagine imagine a world where you look at Dalton and go. Oh, yeah, he's much better than someone else. Yeah, but he has been good. Yeah, he has been. He's been great. I'd I pick him up. I'd support I'm just saying that he is the medium of me- mediocrity year on year, but not this year. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been fun. Magic, <laughs> well, I'm off. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> we will end it there, guys. Until next week, thanks very much. Keep rushing. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.